So what has a former bigwig at IBM in their AI division, what has he had to say that's been really quite eye-opening about ChatGPT? Find out all this and more on the next episode of Beats and Bites. What's up, everybody? I am Lauren Delisa Coleman, your host for Beats and Bites. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm excited to be able to share so much with you. This particular episode, I'm going to be breaking it down for you about kind of news and deals and all that. We will do an interview for the next episode. And I think I'm going to kind of go like that, like one as a news, you know, kind of update and analysis, and then another of an interview. Although you never know. Um, I have a couple of really killer interviews coming up for you guys too, so I can't wait for that. For those who may be listening for the first time, I am what's called a future media innovationist, and I am leveraging this podcast for you guys so that you can really more easily decipher, decode, and demystify all of what's going on in emerging tech right now as it intersects with mass media and entertainment. In particular with this podcast, I love to track powers and deals in emerging tech and media as they kind of intersect with pop culture, youth culture, hip hop, whatever we want to say, you know, which is kind of has edge, right? Um, I may throw some few other things in there from time to time, but that is the basic story. Um, So sit back and relax because I want to start off first with an event that I was invited to. I'll give you guys a little bit of um, an insider view of this. So for those who may not know, I have um, become a member of the Recording Academy. For those who do not know, that is the the powerhouse behind the Grammys um, that we watch on television every year or you're in the audience. And I've been, well, I mean, I started my career, I guess, officially, as, you know, I mentioned on a previous podcast in the music business specifically, but I never really thought about being part of the Academy. I don't know why. There are two um, kind of lanes, if you will, in is when you become a member, right? So there's like the voting academy where there are very stringent rules as should be around um, those members who vote, you know, really are voting for peers, right? So engineers, producers, songwriters, of course, the artists themselves, et cetera. Then there's the professional side of things, which are those of us who are within the ecosystem, you know, holding it down, making sure everything works together, et cetera. Honestly, I feel like, what do they say, a pink elephant or whatever in the room? (laughs) Because in the new class of 2023, I at least so far, and am loving it, seem to be the only one who is um, kind of there with my specialty, right? Which is, uh, you know, really being able to help people better understand and leverage emerging technology um, strategies around that as it pertains to, you know, their particular craft within entertainment and or media. So I'm loving this. So there was a breakfast for what they're calling the class of 2023 because we all kind of just uh, got started. Um, And, you know, you have to apply and have peers refer you and yada, yada. And then there's this whole like Grammy um, member week, right? New member week, which has been happening all during this week. And I'm loving it. Um, One of the standout events for me was going to the breakfast because it's always nice. You know, you can do so much online virtual Uh, with Zoom, et cetera, et cetera. But it's nice, right, to be like 3D, (laughs) real 3D with like real humans. Um, And there was a breakfast and you got to love it in the music industry. If this was tech, 
it would be like breakfast at 7 30 or 8 and you're like if you're like me you know barely making it usually like 15 minutes late because you're like be there then um, but luckily with the music industry it started at 10 great anyway um at least the new york chapter which by the way that's um my home base i guess um recently purchased this beautiful townhouse which I understand used to be owned by a, a private family. And it was kind of all redone. It's so wonderful. Really, it's like elegant, but without being over the top. Anyway, the breakfast was held there. Um, and it was just so nice. The people are so nice. Like, I don't know, they're, it's just wonderful to be there. And it was, you know, just a, a really fabulous event. We got to hear from um, some of the heads of various committees and more. And I'm really just excited about where things can go. Here's the, the really cool thing, though, that I think a lot of people don't know or understand about the Recording Academy is that within all of this, there is a really vibrant and buoyant side that focuses on philanthropy and advocacy, all of like the, if you've ever seen anything about Music Cares, which supports artists in so many different ways, um, whether it's budget or, you know, therapy, et cetera, et cetera, so much around that. And then this whole advocacy arm. So um, I have signed up for what will be like, I guess, my first foray into this um, kind of area. I think it's going to be early October. Of course, I will fill you in on all the details, but it's really great because you get to interact with um, various policymakers on a local level, right? Not federal. That is something that happens. Um, I think it's Grammy on the Hill Day, which I remember this when I was in D.C., um, living there for about a year and doing things like creating congressional briefings on diversity and tech on the Hill and so much more. But that's a different scenario when you're talking about larger federal issues, um, which I'm sure you know are already being discussed um, from the Academy about AI and so much more. This kind of local level um, is going to be something which is, you know, more intimate and kind of just bringing uh, really concerns about uh, that the industry has about making certain that people are treated, of course, fairly and um, balancing it out. For me, of course, my whole reason for being is going to be, you know, just about emerging technology, but certainly um, making certain that both sides are, are presented to all, you know, a kind of parts of this ecosystem that it's there they are as much tools as much as there should be hopefully guardrails put around them right so i just wanted to kind of let you guys know about that because it was a lot of fun mad networking there's going to be more networking actually this time online when i finish up this podcast so yeah we will see all of what's going on by the way before i forget you know don't forget to um Definitely like this podcast. Um, give me five stars because I understand from podcasts like, you know, old heads, veterans, and I'm a newbie, um, that it doesn't get rated unless it's like five. So loving you. Please give me five if you feel that that's warranted. Like, comment, subscribe, let people know because, you know, this is really a new space and I love covering it for you guys. Um, I do this because I'm boots on the ground all day, every day about this stuff. Um, speaking. I have an agency that represents me to speak. I'm working with different um, companies on various levels in this space, providing workshops like master classes, doing keynotes at different events. So, you know, I am available. Let me put that out there. <laughs> and I love being able to do it. You guys know you can always find more about me at Ultra Lauren, U L T R A L A U R E N.com. That came about because somebody else had the nerve to be another Lauren on 
uh, Instagram and I had to just be the ultra one. Anyway, more on that for another episode. But that is where you can find out so much more about me. You can also download if you would like, because I'm giving this stuff out like Halloween candy, (laughs) for sure. Um, My latest report entitled, um, Here's What Everybody in Mass Media and Entertainment is Getting Wrong About AI. You've got to check it out. It is, um, it's an easy read and really fast, but it will help you to kind of under better understand this area and think about it. And really the, the spoiler kind of alert that I will give you on this is that you got to think bigger than just AI. I mean, there are several pillars within emerging technology that you have to see working in concert with each other. Otherwise you're going to be caught out there again, once they start, you know, getting speed and it's always better to be proactive as they say than reactive so that's like kind of my whole spiel you know coming from originally you know hip-hop industry you got a promo right (laughs) so that is all about me now let's talk a little bit about a couple of like deals power moves etc um that i am just finding a bit intriguing want to like make sure that you are up on them because who can keep up on everything right that's going on out here my first thing this is a cute one um i ran across this because everybody knows this is as much my profession as it is my like personal vibe too which is scary i am a full-on like media junkie i don't know how many hours of my day are really spent i mean it's research but i'm just looking at this stuff because i just I'm thrilled. Anyway, one of the things that I found, which was just, I thought, like I said, cute, Beats, um, so everybody knows Beats by Dre, right? So they are doing this kind of collabo with this beauty company called Olive and June. Maybe some some people know it, some people don't, but um, they are collaborating with them for colors, right? So for um, the headset, well, the buds, right? Not the full-on like headphones. They are doing two are going to be offering them in two colors, which are the colors or some of the colors that this um, beauty brand offers: cosmic silver and cosmic pink. So for those out there who are looking for like the little case and the buds, etc., to get your sound vibe on, you'll be able to do it in color. Um, and these two um, colors are going to join the quote-unquote existing rosters. Of, of existing roster, excuse me, of colors, um, including black, gold, ivory, and apparently even transparent, um, the, the transparent version as well. This all comes out of, for those who may not know, like Olive and June is all about um, nail polish, press on nails, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm just putting this out here because I feel like a lot of times it's very like bro-y as we say, and you know, loving the guys for sure. It's nice to see like some kind of girl-ish, tech-ish action kind of happening. So just kind of throwing that out there for those who may have missed it. Now, also too, just so you know, um, and you can email me through my site if you want to get this, some of these items that I'm going to be always talking about during the podcast are um, some excerpts from a larger curation that I um, put out to my subscription base. It's totally free um, that I do each week pulling really the hottest headlines, the hottest stories, so that you can definitely stay up on different trends. 
Um, one of those being, let's move over to the writer strike that seems to have no end. No matter what happens, it's like they're kicking it back. These kids are not joking on the whole writer strike. And this is something that I think we're going to really need to watch because it's going to set precedent. I truly believe this latest version. Okay. So for those who may not have been like kind of glued to all this, like I am recently, the courts have said that you cannot copyright anything that is AI created because we only copyright things coming out of like the human mind, whether, you know, people are agreeing with that or not. That's what the courts are saying right now. Since that has been said, the studios have been like breaks, right? We want to make sure, of course, we hold on to our stuff that's created. So even if we still go ahead with AI developed scripts, we want to own them, right? So now they are kind of using this, I believe, as a point of negotiation to see how they can work together to be able to maybe have some elements AI generated of a script that then a human writer would come together and kind of smooth out or refine whatever you know, I'm I'm kind of being very open here because I'm just very, very much hopeful that both sides are just um, really as gracious and open as they can be because it's really all about driving the industry, right? And so I think that this is going to be just so, just so like powerful to watch how this comes out and what really ultimately people decide is quote unquote fair in a space of creating with a machine. Um, just really fascinating, like I said, especially as this is all, you know, almost happening real time, same week around copyright. So just um, putting that out there for you, as I said, what else? Uh, Before I go to another AI element, I do want to jump over to some metaverse situations because people are like acting like metaverse has gone away. And then when it comes back hard, It'll be the same thing of like, well, what about my content in the metaverse? Or this is, I, I need to own this part. Or this doesn't have it. You have to look at all of this stuff all at the same time. Again, the main pillars, at least from my perspective and many others, AI, 5G, digital currency slash blockchain, Web3, um, AR, VR slash metaverse, right? Or AR slash VR slash metaverse. I would throw 3D in there as well. So let's just say immersive um, world. It's not gone away. I was reading just a little bit before um, this show, my show, about how Zuckerberg has confirmed that like threads is, you know, not the priority, you know, uh, investors. It still is the metaverse. We're still building this out. There's still many things happening within there unless you're like deep into all of this, which I crazily am, you would think that it's kind of gone away. Like Disney got rid of its chief metaverse officer or whatever. This is not, it's, it has not, and it is continuing to morph. And I know is going to become even like more expanded. These ideas of these worlds is just very, it's very intriguing. I mean, it was always intriguing from like a gaming point of view, but as you see it expand out, with brands, with uh, whether they be consumer brands or personal brands, um, which Paris Hilton has just, you know, uh, kind of created her whole like world as well. Even the Metropolitan Museum, you guys. And I can't wait to find out how this deal was brokered, you know, with Roblox to now be able to kind of create a, a virtual companion world, you know, to the Met with different kind of would be perks, etc. You know, it's just it's something that you need to be able to stay up on. And it's something that I think um, 
strategy has not really been thoroughly created around just yet. And I'm going to be exploring this, by the way, shameless plug. I am a, a brand new innovation contributor to NASDAQ's site. Um, they provide, of course, news and insights on their their website, not just <laughs> the stock market behemoth that it is, or the final word, I guess, maybe I would say in stocks, but in the stock market, but they also are, you know, just there's 24 seven uh, news on their sites. And so I'm going to be uh, a contributor there. I actually already am signed the contract this week. This has been like a kind of killer week for me. Shout out to the universe, by the way, for setting this all up. Um, I didn't even think about that. I'm so busy in it. That's why it's always important to pull back, but I'm going to be exploring this in a really, um, in a really uh, detailed way to a certain extent. Um, on my first piece, which will come out next week, because there are a lot of elements that can be pulled from these kind of virtual world opportunities that I am absolutely convinced should be companion pieces to any and every concert experience out here, just in case things get hectic. Case in point, I'm going to like use as my, my reference in the piece, slight spoiler alert, but not really, Made in America, pulled for whatever reasons, as I mentioned on a previous episode, and of course that's a shame, how do we begin to use emerging technology to kind of either hedge for unforeseen circumstances around live concert events or any like type of live event in general, but especially concerts? And how do you use that to be able to still connect to community and drive revenue? This, I think, is just, I'm really excited to explore this. I'm going to be talking to a couple of people for some additional quotes. Don't miss it. I will talk more about it in the next episode. But this area, massive. Continue to check um, for this more and more and more, and I'll be bringing it to you. What else do I want to talk with you about? Okay, so I said at the top of the episode, like, so what's up with this former IBM AI chief who um, I read in one of my many, like I said, news items that I'm looking at all day, every day, or, you know, just in my inbox. So he's talking about uh, in this particular piece, you know, three areas that we have to be concerned about, you know, as we look to, toward AI, of course, ethics, et cetera. But he really gave some interesting insight that before, of course, you know, AI was considered, he says, for nerds, I'll say, you know, geeky, whatever, as I said many times, you know, when I wrote about, you know, AI and its perils, even what I thought was later to the game in 2017, I was told, oh, Lauren, that's just for academics, et cetera, et cetera. And now seeing it blowing up, I, you, there was no way I could look at it and be like, this is just like the most amazing and terrifying thing all at the same time. Its intersection with mass media and entertainment is going to completely change everything and as it does, it will reset or level up a whole kind of portion of media for the next decades to come. Anyway, okay, not tuning my own horn. Okay, maybe yes, <laughs> but I was right. This man has been in the game, I mean, you know, for much, much longer. And because of his kind of, we'll say, insider status, somehow he was given like kind of this beta testing with chat GPT and some other um, kind of players way back. And one of his first impressions, he said, is uh, was that, you know, there are a lot of privacy issues around this and it should be 
well thought through before it is released. I don't think <laughs> that uh, that was actually taken under consideration. And he says now from his point of view, he just finds it very interesting that the same people who are advocating for guardrails, if you will, on the Hill is the exact same figure who moved ahead with said platform with this gentleman formerly of IBM and other colleagues of his saying that this needed to kind of have a bit more polish, shall we say, on it before they took the car out for a full spin and they were not heard. So I just find that very, very interesting. There's always so much that's that's happening that you have to just kind of think about, hmm, what what else is it that we don't know that's going on that's coming down the pike? I think that's why I'm always so adamant that um, you know my listeners, my clients, my audiences, et cetera, are very much um, open and uh, thinking about how can I better leverage these things? Look, because everybody is, and I say this, and I will continue to say this. I don't care who like disagrees with me. Everyone is his or her own media company, given access to all the technology that we have, whether you're putting out, you know, books, music, film, film, et cetera, short form video, people are doing it all over everything. This is only what media companies could do before. So, you know, I think that one, that kind of demographic, if you're listening to me, you have to think about how can you better hedge for the future and how are you going to monetize it? Similarly, corporations that are listening to me, same thing, right? Because it's a whole new world that we are all creating together. And the balance of power is kind of changing and moving every day. It's both, as I said, wonderful, (laughs) thrilling, and terrifying all at the very same time. So I think that is maybe just about going to do it for me. Do I want to give you one more... One more item. I don't know. I mean, I could tell you a little bit about like AI and watermarking. Mm, Not really quite that sexy, but something that I want to put out for you um, to kind of let you know that I'm going to be tracking this and to see how that watermarking, how it's going to to take shape or form and then how people are going to get around it. Because I mean, you know how it is. Whatever comes out, somebody can change up anyway. So, and usually already it has before it even like hits the ground and running. So, but I I think there's going to be um, some kind of uh, trends or patterns around, you know, watermarking and and AI in the very near future. How this would be done with audio though, I think is going to be a very, 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 very interesting like kind of journey because watermarking, we typically think of that in, in a visual sense. What happens when you're listening, you know, to a song or even an audio book or something that, you know, somebody uh, using a voice replication of a celebrity to read a book about a subject that maybe they are completely, you know, against these types of things, right, are, are just going to be massively important to be able to to kind of look at. So that is going to basically do it for me. I think I've covered everything that I wanted to. Again, don't forget to subscribe and like. Um, I'm going to be promoing more of who I have coming up, both on LinkedIn, if you want to be able to um, follow me, connect with me on there if you haven't already. It's Lauren Delisa Coleman, D-E, capital L-I-S-A. Of course, Lauren and Coleman spelled pretty much the conventional way. 
I'm testing out TikTok. Okay, I know you're like, how are you talking about emerging tech and not even on TikTok? But just really quickly, first of all, TikTok's not really emerging tech. They have some emerging elements that they have coming forward. And I'm just not a huge TikTok fan, but somehow, I don't know why, it speaks to me about this podcast. <laughs> so I have put up a few things already, and then I'm going to be you know, doing a bit more, kind of like... Um, previews behind the scenes whatever of course it's ultra lauren on there i think they had to add the number seven because somebody else is believe it or not ultra lauren it's no so not right um but that's another way to kind of stay up on what i'm doing and of course subscribe so there you have it i would love to stay on longer but like i said i have this fabulous like virtual networking scenario going on that i have to jump over to with the Recording Academy or at the Recording Academy, and I don't want to be late. So I hope that you have a great rest of the day as you're listening to this, wherever you are. And remember, emerging tech is really completely changing our culture. You want to stay up on it on all kinds of ways. I'm here to help you do that. I'm out. Have a good day.